Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. What do you always say? Hey, everyone. I really was like, nothing. I say nothing. This is some of our thoughts. Let's just talk about gravy for a little bit. Let's talk about gravy. Yeah, because hot take, I'm not a gravy person. I never put gravy on. I'm a gravy baby. Wait, is this rolling already? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Has to be. Please start from the moment that Carter says, I'm a gravy baby. <laughs> All right. <Ew. laughs> I was just thinking about that a little bit. Don't just think a... too much about it. Oh, I didn't <laughs> when I said it. Hey, guys. It's Sara. And Carter. And this is some of our gravy. <laughs> Some of our thoughts, actually. They're going to come in here and kick us out. They're going to throw us out the window <laughs> from the 21st floor of the Alico. Out the window. They I know. To- oh, my gosh. On my, the elevator up here, a woman got on. She went to the top floor, and she she looked at me and went, almost. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. Maybe one of these days. Yeah. Mike actually got on the roof. I saw that. Did you see the picture? And, like, the, the Waco, Waco in. Yeah. 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 He made it. He might all the way to the top. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now all of Rogue is fucking here. Yeah, truly. Uh, I really am waiting for the door to sling open. He he's just never. like, it's it, enough is enough. <laughs> you never know, though. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever pushed the limits on this. We might today. Push it real good. <laughs> bum, 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 push it, bum, bum. push it, push it. When she pull it out my head, oh she my said, push it, push it, push it. I can feel it. She said, push it, push it, push it. What a wonderful surprise. She said, shout out to everyone on planet Earth that doesn't know what we're singing, except like a handful of people that went to our ambush in Waco. No, are the real ones. But fucking speaking of, oh my God, I was on a cleaning spree this morning. Yeah. So I open up. Uh, Lucas has two closets. Our house is weird, man. But there's a bin from like stuff I just threw in a bin when we moved, I guess. And guess what I saw? We are tasty. A tasty dactyl CD. No way! Whether or not there's a CD in it, I don't know. We have to look as soon as you get home. I have to look. That's amazing. I know. I was like, if anything, it's... I have the CD cover. I don't have a tasty CD. I have a shirt. I used to have so many shirts, and I don't. I guess they're all gone, which makes me. Devastated. You probably. I could see you, Sarah, in college, being like one of those people that like had friends stay over constantly. Mm-hmm. Like you lent them out, and never got them back. You probably had some that were like lost to old boyfriends. I'm and honestly, or probably like in Ryan's closet. Maybe. <laughs> and no one. I've never said this on air. I am not like 
very materialistic. No. I like a couple nice things that you I hold like dear to me. Your skincare products. I like my skincare and but, my fancy makeup. But like if the they lipstick like I have burn on. in a fire, you'd be fine. And like, things have burned yeah. in a fire. Yeah. Well, my the childhood home burned the down. The childhood home. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> did Ryan like get crazy <laughs> recently? We don't know. Well, maybe that too. Did Peanut spill a candle? But no, like I'm just, I, and I go through yeah, like weird cleaning sprees where I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of everything. Purge. I do. I purge a lot. Purge. It always feels good. It never feels wrong to me. It always feels better but who cares about me so this wine that's why we're talking (laughs) sarah we bank on people caring about us i guess that's why they listen to the show also to learn about wine and what i'm pouring right now shall i say shall you shall alsatian pinot noir pinot noir for those who aren't familiar with the region of alsace it is a very very important region but it's also Mm -hmm. like totally isolated from the rest of france honestly quite like almost always forgotten about because the mountains the alps Mm -hmm. provide such a barrier that it like literally cuts it off from the rest of france so not only is it the most like drastically different terrain than any other region alsace in a 175 year period went through uh in the in the 19th and 20th century changed hands between france and germany four different times insane so i mean no one really in the world except unless you're an incredible collector and very very rich person has wine still from that era but from like world war ii um like in the early 30s or you know mid 30s early 40s there are alsatian bottles that say like alsace germany yes which is kind of cool and like historically very important it's one of uh, Europe's strategic, like, geopolitical crossroads. Um, they never use oak in anything, and they mostly only grow white wine. Yes. White grapes. So Pinot Noir is the only black grape that they grow, and we happen to have a bottle that neither of us have tried yet. Ooh, Did you have a sip of it yet? Not yet. So I haven't either. Um, this label is sick. I literally bought the bottle for the label. I went to Central Market in Austin one day and just Ooh. brought a bunch of wine back. And it has been, I sent you a picture of it last night because we were talking about it yesterday during our shift at the vineyard. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think this is a good one. We have like a pretty solid concept for it. As Pinot Noir, it's Christmas mm-hmm. time. This is the time yeah. of year we start to dig into different kinds of red wine. And we've also never done a Pinot Noir episode, although I have done a Pinot Noir wine study mm-hmm. at the Cumberland House. That I'm, oh, I'm just gonna say that was like top three best wine studies. Oh, of all it was time. great. The, Carter had like 26 bottles of wine 18. to begin with. 26. <laughs> you were pregnant so yep. it felt like 26 <laughs> that's right but i mean you know you were good you had like little sips of each one but at one point sarah like looked down at her belly and went bottoms up <laughs> i knew there were a lot of bottles because at a certain point because i was the most sober everyone started to get real obnoxious and i was like oh this is a great wine study <laughs> and in that house the I'm cumberland ne- house we've never really been able to talk about that house but shall we try the wine we shall we shall we shall mm. here we go bottoms up oh that's it's a natural wine she's natty yeah okay but <clears throat> there's a lot happening it's hitting my mouth and like a, mm. it was pretty like 
it was pretty egregious mm-hmm. <laughs> initially. And then once I like left it on my tongue for a second and swallowed, it's that aftertaste that's real appealing. It honestly has a really, really nice mouthfeel though. Yeah, mouthfeel. I also <laughs> it does. Mouthfeel. I also just opened it and I know with time this bottle will mellow. That's so what well. I think too. Like even in an hour, if it lasts that long, it will not be that <clears throat> like ab- affrontive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um 2022 yeah pretty new pretty uh two weeks two weeks whole cluster maceration this wine is unfined and lightly filtered okay they said they call it a two out of five on the wild scale and he also the winemaker says it's his most serious wine so since we're gonna post a picture of it anyway i might as well talk about it because i wanted to like taste it just to make sure because we did that one that neither of us what? had drank that Grenache that we paired with Lana Del Rey that we like did not like. Oh, that went down the sink, and I'm sorry, Lana. I feel like I did you dirty. Well, we just hadn't tried it. We yet. just didn't. You know, and that's you never we, know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But that's why we so rarely do it too, because we know wine can be like that. Yeah, and honestly, like I love when we have. Well, I don't want to drink it, but I love the moments like that because it just goes to show you like not every wine we're going to talk about is like, this is the best one ever. If all of our wine episodes are like, this is amazing. This is the best. It's like, is it like boring? It is boring. Like, no, it's like tagging every email that you have with like a like important thing or like sending every text in the group chat that's like, oh, my God, we want the good, the bad and the ugly, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's life. Yeah. Say love thee. It's realistic. So this is from Vinda Alsace Reich, and it's the winemaker's name is Jean Pierre Reich. Jean Pierre. And I'm probably it's maybe it might be Reich because it's like you know got the German <clears throat> mm-hmm. influence. It's from Mittelbergheim. 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 And I, when I was looking at uh, Alsace on a map, it was like right in the middle. Um, I have heard a lot of people say Alsace, but I I like to think in France when you'd have that like French inflection, they go Alsace, Alsatian, Alsace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I could be wrong. So he has been, um, working the same fields and vines since 1987 but this plot of land has been in his family for seven generations. And his parents' Dang. his parents' names were Pierre and Doris. Doris? Doris. This is cute. His parents started cultivating the vines in the 70s. But um, I think they, they went through a lot of different grape varietals. So whenever, like, you have a family-owned vineyard that's seven generations, that's way back before the advent of like many technologies, mm-hmm. most technologies that we use now, um, it stands to reason that you'll pull some stuff up and like re- replant over time. Yeah. But all of this, all the, this Pinot Noir that we're drinking is from the seventies. Wowzers. Hollow. Uh, and his, his domain is still very much driven by a family led culture. And it's very important that to him that the vines are naturally raised. I so, get that. Yeah. Um, and no use of chemicals. The terroir is uh, the heart of the operation. 
And uh, one thing I thought was cool is he has a lot of information on his winemaking process, which is always helpful for yeah, us. absolutely, and beneficial for you. Sorry, I just burped. Um, it's a low pressure pneumatic press for a really gentle extraction of the mm. grape juice. So some crushers is just like you're mauling the grapes. Right? Yeah. Like it's, yes. it's kind of brutal it's to a, watch. It's aggressive. Yeah. And it's like we were talking about in um, Morocco, like they don't cut bread with a knife because it's considered too violent mm-hmm. an act. Some of the pressers that they got out there, I've seen it and it's like, Oh, don't do no. <laughs> like don't do that. Well, sometimes it's like, are you kind of, is the vine okay after that? Like, yeah. What are you doing? But uh, there, it's very gentle. It's very intentional. Um, they have a grand crew, which I don't know if we've ever really talked about that concept. But there's uh, there's 51 grand crews in uh, the Alsatian re- region, and they were only dubbed grand crew at, since, since 1983. So right before he got his hands on the vineyard, like they they have one row of grapes effectively. That's like called a grand cru because it it meets mm. all of the genetic and uh, biological determinants from the French government, which is a big deal. It and is a big deal. They're also able to you know jack the price up on it a lot. So I brought this uh, this Zeuslin. That's effectively a Chardonnay. It has some crazy weird name that Ooh. wasn't even in the wine grapes Bible. But um, it's from Avant-Garde, and it, we had it. It's an orange from uh, Domaine Valentin Zuslin. That's very much a wine shop wine. I did not get the Pinot Noir that we're drinking from the wine shop. However, I got it from Central Market, so you could find it yeah. there. And it was only $20. This Zuslin was like $80. Damn. And I got it when Luke was in town. And we did kind of like the blind thing where it's like, yeah. what do you think it is? And I said, like, it could be Pinot Gris because that's what they're really well known for. Yeah. Because it's so small and it's such high altitude being up in the French Alps, they can really only grow a very small amount of grapes uh, successfully. But it's like a cousin of Chardonnay. It's like some weird bastard offspring of Chardonnay. <laughs> it starts with an A. And it was like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. like, I didn't know what it was. And he tried to guess it, and I was like, "You're never gonna guess yeah, it." Yeah, you're not gonna. And get you know, it. Luke. Luke was like, "Oh well, I just passed my level two, and like I know everything." <sighs> and I gonna, was like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get it." I was like, yeah. "I promise, you're not going mm-hmm. to." There, it, there's an X in there. <laughs> yeah, bro. have fun. Yeah, make up some words. Try to try to spell it. Yeah, guess what? You can't. You can't. Um, but I I like this Pinot. It's it's setting mm-hmm. in with me. Um. I don't really think I have much else to say about it, except there's no sugar added, no acidification, no fining, which you can tell just by drinking it. I don't know if it's going to have a ton of sediment down there at the bottom. It doesn't really taste like I'm liking it a lot more now that it's opening up a bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit of oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what happens when you just like put it in your glass and give it a little spin. Take it out for a spin. But it is semi-carbonic macerated, which you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like on- You can always taste it. It's like- Uh Uh-huh. It's awful. <laughs> Sorry, I just did that to y'all. I liked it. Um, another thing I realized because oh, I brought I brought wine Bible today because uh, I hey Karen, <laughs> hey Karen, I haven't done a ton of research on Alsace because that's one of those that, like I dug into Burgundy, I dug into Bordeaux, I dug into Loire because mm-hmm. that's the most of the wine that I get right, and there's really only one 
like Alsatian wine that we have at any given time at the wine shop. And if we get only get one bottle of it, I yeah. guess who's buying it? <laughs> so I never have to talk about it with anybody else except you because mm-hmm. we're just drinking it for funsies. But um, I did realize in my research of it um, that it has an exceptional amount of sunshine because it is so high up. So there are like cloudy, snowy, cold days, mm-hmm. but they say they benefit from like a crazy amount of sun and all of the vineyards are south facing um, to maximize the sunlight, uh, very low rainfall, but then they also have very strong winds because of the altitude. Mm. So the grapes have to be pretty dang resilient. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dang. And for them to be like as old as they are, I mean, these the vines are older than us. Yeah, we're very young. Yeah, so young. We're very young. We're so cute. We are. (laughs) So silly. But other than that, um, they're all south-facing, mostly limestone and sandstone. And uh, yeah, like you said, it has it on the bottle. It ferments for about 17 days with native yeast, and it's aged for eight months in stainless steel tanks. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and it's on the Rhine River. Which I thought was cool because, like, Ooh. you think of the Rhone River, uh-huh. uh, which is very south, but from Germany into France into Italy, there's a river called the Rhine. Rhine. That's R H I N E. That's fun. Yeah. Hmm. I think this will pair perfectly with our thing. With our recipe. Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, Carter sent this recipe of it's a gravy fondue. Yeah. concept like basically you make a big pot of gravy and then what do you want to dip what do you want to dip gravy in what do you not want to dip gravy in what do you got what do you got right <laughs> potatoes bring it on steamed cauliflower some like little popovers oh those rolls look so good uh some little like bacon wrapped jalapeno like just like whatever but for the actual gravy i Went to my roots, meaning I talked to Ina Garten. <laughs> yeah. You consulted the Barefoot I Contessa. Love, I love the Barefoot Contessa. We love Ina. So this is her recipe for homemade gravy. And everyone makes gravy different, right? That's right. Yeah. So for her recipe, I'll Is it brown it. gravy, though? It, it, it just says homemade gravy. It's got to be it's a It's like brown. this color. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because mm. you know the thing with brown gravy and white gravy? We can talk about it later. It's I'm like, not a gravy person. It's like East Coast, West Coast. You're not a gravy person? I don't put gravy on. I hate gravy, actually. I don't hate it. Oh, I just Sarah. don't. I don't put it on anything ever. We made that, like, the Lynette uh, coffee pot roast. Well, with that's that different. I can do that. Okay. Maybe and I mashed potatoes. Maybe I don't like white gravy. No, that's what I'm saying. White gravy is the worst. I think I don't like white gravy. Brown like, gravy is where it's at. Here in Texas, if you're at a restaurant, they're like, I want the chicken fried steak. White gravy is going to be smothered all over it and ruin all the crispiness. So I'm always like, don't give me gravy, please. Yeah. When you go through bushes, they give you gravy whether you want it or not. Yeah. And I'm like, I say, please, oh. I don't need any gravy. Just like it's save the space. It's just save like the styrofoam. Milky f- peppered flour. It is. It's a root. Yeah. It's exactly. It's a root. Yeah. It. And it's just like, I don't. And sometimes that. it doesn't even have enough pepper in it. Like uh, if you're gonna uh, give me white gravy, at least make it peppery. Put pepper yeah, on at it. least put a lot of pepper in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take it back. I don't like white gravy. Thank you, because you know, I have to talk about dairy and being Canadian and poutine and all that now. I so, could, yeah, I can. I get down with poutine. Yeah, because it has brown gravy. Brown in it. gravy. 
and he's gonna love that I'm talking about this. There was the uh, the food truck at the bear for a while, and this guy named Scott ran it, and he did duck fat French fries oh, and those poutine. Fries were so with good with the cheese curds and everything, and he used a uh, brown gravy, mm-hmm. and it made it like worth it. And when I actually got to go up and hang out with Dare, we ordered from this place called Smokes. They, it's like a poutinery. Like that's poutinery. That's, that's, that's all fun. they have is like different kinds of poutine, and um, they had like a buttered chicken poutine. Oh my god, what? Yeah, oh, I need that, dude. They had like brisket poutine, and their brisket wasn't like as good mm. as like Texas brisket. But imagine a Texan and a Canadian coming together and just changing the world. I'm about to imagine. Um, because yeah, brown imagine. gravy. It's like East Coast West Coast. Like it's that's like true. You like white gravy. <laughs> My gravy—it's gross. It's gross. I can't do it. So we're doing a big old pot of brown gravy, and we're gonna dip it, mm-hmm. dip shit in it like a fondue. <laughs> <laughs> so for her recipe, her, her recipe—I'll start out with: you need a stick of butter, whole stick, but don't skimp here. One and a half cups of chopped yellow onion, a fourth cup of flour, some salt, uh, fresh ground black pepper. Two cups of chicken stock or beef stock, preferably homemade and heated, a tablespoon of cognac or brandy, and a tablespoon of heavy cream, which is optional if you want it more creamy. I wouldn't so, add the heavy cream, but I do like the addition of the booze. I know, me too. I've never had it That'd like that. That'd give it some good flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her recipe starts saying, like, saute the butter and onions until the onions are browned. So back up. Mm-hmm. First, make some bacon. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Make some bacon, whether you end up using the bacon bits or not. Dip the bacon in the gravy later Yeah, exactly. That's I right. I love where your head is That's at. right. So make the bacon because bacon, like real thick cut bacon, is going to cook off so much like bacon Bad. grease, like all that fat, right? That'll give it the gravy so yes. much flavor. That's what you want to start with. Nom, 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 That's what you want to start with, like a fat rendered. Or if you're like, I don't have bacon, like. Do you have duck lard? Do you have beef beef tallow? Pancetta. Pancetta. Yes, anything fatty Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can cut like or like sear the cap on. Like that's what you want to start with. That's like you're like, oh, do I need to add oil? No. You need to do better than that. No, yeah, you're right. Because I have started going to the store. Every single time I go to HEB, I pick up like two little packs of the pancetta. Mm -hmm. Whether or not I have plans for it or not, because it's already cured, it keeps for such a long time, as long as it's in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And then you can add it to anything, man. Mm -hmm. Just make little like bacon bits for your salad. Yes, it's the best. So... Right. Cook whatever you want to cook. Get your fat out, right? And then in your get saute your fat pan, out. get your fat out. Then you're going to add, guess what? Now you're going to add a stick of butter to that. Yeah. You have to. All you or have nothing. To lean in. All or nothing. This is going to be the best day of your life. Why not? <laughs> exactly. You know, what did Julie say from Julie and Julia? She was like, if I knew there was an asteroid heading for Earth <laughs> and I only had 30 days to live, I would spend it eating butter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Butter. All the butter. So cook your butter, like add your butter to that pan. Add your onions on medium-low heat. It says 12 to 15 minutes until the onions are just lightly browned. Don't rush this step. It makes Mm -mm. all the difference when the onions are well-cooked. Yeah. Then you'll sprinkle some flour into the pan, whisk in, and then add some salt and pepper. Heavier on the pepper, right? Yeah. Cook for two to three minutes and then add your chicken stock or beef stock and cognac and then cook it uncovered four to five minutes until it's thickened. And then it's optional at this point. If you want to add the cream, 
sure. If not, who cares? And that's literally delicious gravy. So from there, mm. because we're doing it fondue style, you want to keep it on like a heated vessel, put a little candle underneath it, lift it up, heat it up, and then the world is your oyster. What do you want to dip in gravy? You want oh that bacon God. dipped in gravy? You want some rolls dipped in gravy? You want some vegetables dipped in gravy? You know what I would do? What would you do? I would take one of – Sarah and I both have these incredible bowl plates. I don't know how else to describe oh, them. Yeah, yeah. They're the best thing I've ever bought. Mm-hmm. They have, like, a big enough lip that you can eat, like, a proper amount of super cereal <clears> out of them. Yeah. But they're also wide enough, so it's not like you're having, like, this tiny little bowl you're going to have to get seconds in. But you can also plate things perfectly – so in this scenario, I would kind of make like a, a my own little bowl that has like a little corner of mashed potatoes. Yes. Maybe you could make a different couple kinds of potatoes. Like I would make some home fries. Mm-hmm. This is honestly where I would just probably make a little bowl of like poutine for myself. Yes. Get some cheese curds, lean mm-hmm. into it. You can be, you don't have to be Canadian to enjoy poutine. It's for the no. people. Exactly. It's like literally the people's dish. Mm-hmm. So then, um, you know, God, some Brussels sprouts, throw some like carrots braised and balsamic Mm, that sounds really good lots of like veggies do you remember i won't ever stop talking about the bacon roast oh my god i was gonna say not the mint bacon roasted carrots i'm pulling it up i have a video of it on my phone so funny because that was one of the first things that ryan ever used the torch for and that was one of those things i was like this man is a genius and it had (laughs) it had to have been like 10 p.m When we were like starving and I was oh, just like yeah. ready to eat, like so hungry. And he was like, you know what we're going to do first though? We're going to make this. And um, and I still can't, I just can't stop thinking about it because they were so good. But um, mm-hmm. what, oh, this was the first time you ever cooked for me at the Colonial House. Let's see if it's loading. You made penne and vegetables. Oh, when I get really drunk, I have to cook. Mm-hmm. Who's hugging me? Kyle. Oh, there's the video. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. <laughs> yeah. I love a good late night cook sesh. It was so my favorite. Good. So yummy. That's when I was like, I want to hang out with her. <laughs> like she cooks when she's wasted. She feeds okay. me. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so what else could you do? I mean, literally any vegetable, but, like, I would recommend roasting them, not, like, raw. Oh, right? not raw. We're not doing Ugh. crudite over no. here, people. No, 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 no. No, no. roast it. Saute it. But, like, probably roast it. What if we, I mean, that would be fun to do, like, some, um, like I want to dip a croissant in it. Yeah. Butter on butter. <laughs> yeah. What like if you, a heavy bread. You did like a little, um, oh, I just lost it. Never mind. It fleeted my brain. The bacon that we cooked. Yeah, you could do like a sandwich, like a really hearty sandwich. Yes. Oh, like a BLT with gravy. Ooh. Instead of mayonnaise, because Sarah hates mayonnaise. I do hate the mayo. Ooh, and like BLT with gravy sounds good. You don't need it like dripping down the sides of. No. But like, I mean, it could be you know just like a light little smattering of gravy mm-hmm. on there. Um, what else do people put gravy on? What do they have in the video? It's like stupid. <laughs> it's like cauliflower. Well, see, and part of it too, I, like I remember like sending that to it's you. It's like steamed cauliflower. When we I were, don't want to eat that. No. <laughs> 
Cause, no, especially because we just did cauliflower <clears throat> last week. So whenever um, I send you anything, like we were at work. I knew you wouldn't see it for a while, but I sent that um, in a text message. It was on Teeny Team and Insta. What is banish mode? Why did I just... Oh, I hate... I do that all the time. Teen messages will disappear when you close each other. Swipe up. Swipe up. Thank you. I was like, what happened to Audrey Plaza? No, I know. I do it all the time. Then I'm like, where did my entire conversation go? Oh, I sent it to Teeny Team. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was like, yeah, broccoli. Oh, bacon wrapped. Like, like not dates maybe, but like... um, Oh my god, this is the video that comes from it. Yeah. They don't really have as good of a spread as I'm imagining for ourselves. No, we're going to do much better. But it'll just it'll take a little while, of, you know, like maybe when we're in the store there will be something fresh that day that will inspire us. But I'm just thinking like, I mean, we could do like a ooh. What if we did like a spin on like a chicken like cordon bleu, but instead of like like white, we went brown for everything. So like mm. doing like a stuffed chicken breast with like brown gravy. Dude, H E B. Well, with Grant, the skin I went on last it. night and they were out of so many meat options for really? some reason. It was so busy and there were so many students there. I wanted to scream, but. I huh. ended up, I needed like just a couple chicken breasts because I was making stir fry last night for yeah. dinner. Ooh, fun. And all they had was like extra, extra thin sliced chicken breast. It's not bad for stir fry. No, it was it was fine. I was like, this is work. But, but I was a- thinking the whole time, I was like, I could like stuff this and roll this so easily. Yeah. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that the Kool Aid guy? That yeah. Did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if, um, okay, so I'm just thinking like, Another cool thing with gravy, like, people think about, like, pouring it over. You have, like, the gravy boats if you're yeah. fancy. But, like, who has time for that? It's just another dish. Dad, I have mix. a gravy boat. Do I use it? No. no. Never. So, like, in this, I like the idea of the fondue style where, like, you have it in the center of the table and then everything else is just centered around it. And you yeah. can either take, like, a spoon and just kind of spoon it onto your plate or plate I want to dip a cheese stick in it. A mozzarella oh, stick. Oh, cheese dip and gravy mozzarella sticks and a gravy yeah let's make our own mozzarella sticks we could i've do done that. that before it's really easy could we do it in the air fryer probably yeah yeah i've baked it before like pre-air fryer era that's right okay <gasps> what if we did gravy doubled eggs is that too much i won't be eating that ryan and i will but i'll make the shit out of it <laughs> i want to make a doubled egg and just dip it into gravy Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like a bacon deviled egg. Yes, and dip it in grave and bacon grave. Yeah, yep. And then I mean, he's not here, but like this brother, he'd be so excited. He's gonna be into it. Yeah, we're just gonna go ham. We're just gonna make a bunch of stuff. Like I want to put like like a piece of dark chocolate <laughs> gravy. Yeah. I'm what? A, I'm a gravy baby. <laughs> I'm a gravy baby, baby. <laughs> All aboard the gravy train. <laughs> do do. Only gravy babies allowed today. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard, gravy babies. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, we need to talk about the music. <laughs> what did we pick? <laughs> Jaboy. Mac. Yes. This is not the Mac episode. I have not been thinking about that. Because you love gravy. <laughs> Stop. Oh, I regret everything that I've said so far. Why? Okay, it's been solid gold. Sarah, this album, though, this album means the entire world to me. I know. I, before I even Wait, say do you not want to do it? No, we have to because okay. it goes so well with, the, with yeah. the bottle. This album, I told my boss, I told David Mayfield, after Waco Restaurant Weekend, we were sitting in the wine, sm- wine, smock, wine, wine shop, Jane Smoking, um, and I put this on because this is my closing album. Mm-hmm. Every day I listen to this album in per- like in forever all the way through. Sometimes I'll listen to side A a million times if no <laughs> one is in there. But um, he, I said something about me leaving there and like whenever I leave there, I'm going to leave that album because it's such a part of me. And Aww. I said it's actually kind of like a horcrux. And yeah. he went, why would you tell me that? Oh. And I was like, well, like, clearly, I mean, it's important to me. And he yeah. was like, well, now I know how to defeat you if you get too powerful. <gasps> ah, David. <laughs> but then he also, he was like, I would never break it. I would probably just, like, hide it from you. So, like, you, and I was like, okay. Okay. But it's Circles by Mac Miller. Yeah. So, uh, so we're going to post this and people are going to listen to it thinking it's going to be something totally different. Because I think everybody in my life, everybody in my life knows how much this album means to me. Absolutely. I think it's my favorite album of all time. Yeah. There's And the Battle Began that we've already done. Mm, so good. This show is like very Carter heavy <laughs> on music taste. But it's also all vinyl I already own. Uh, this album is a big white square album, and it is it has been touched by so many hands that it's like getting like dirty Aww, around the edges. That's so special though. But it's a special edition too, so it's like the clear vinyl, which yeah. I love. And I just love that the picture of it is like two pictures of him that have been like kind of overlapped Mm -hmm. so there's just one of his eyes in the center that he's looking right at you and this album was released posthumously after he passed away way too soon mac miller everyone loves mac miller Mm -hmm. facts facts and this album came out in january of 2020 right before covid and that out that particular year when everyone needed it <laughs> right i listened to this on a on repeat especially the just the song circles because it is so mellow yeah and so like it's just the vibe and that's actually what the vibe that i brought into wine shop was as uh-huh. soon as i b- bought this album and brought it in it was the first like non david like album yeah. that we ever played and i just knew it had a space up there uh-huh. And it does. And he's said so many times when he's sitting around, he's like, this is nice. This Aww. is like, this is a good feeling right now listening to this. And um, I'm trying to think. I was looking for a specific picture on my phone. It's unimportant. Um, I I listen to it every single day. And I've gotten <laughs> so many compliments on it. And it's also just like the first thing that I brought up there that wasn't him. It was me. Yes. That's right. And it changed. That's like when we started bringing crystals into the shop. That's when I started burning Palo Santo other than when we needed to. Yeah. Like not just not just for energetic purposes, but like sometimes it honestly just smelt bad in there. (laughs) 
like somebody would like be stinky or yeah um and like, it's a small space too like you're yeah. gonna smell it it's gonna linger yeah, yeah so i would just start burning palo santo because like that album was on and yeah. like i wanted to like shift like the energetic field around a little bit and also when certain people would come in like they would change the energy of the space yes and i would put that album on and like either burn some sage or palo santo and it, it everything just was like a reset like yeah. a factory reset and you've listened to it so i, mean, I have i can talk about it for days but like you have your own experience of it it just reminds me of you now <laughs> it's always just reminded me of you that's awesome yeah I, I had this moment during the nine-year anniversary party where it was, like, way after hours. It was, like, 11.30, and everyone was still there. <laughs> and Hayden was a trooper. He was doing so well. He had been there all day, and I only came in at 3 that day. So, I mean, I had, like, you know, a, a little bit longer than a typical Friday, but it was still, like, a normal day at that point, timing-wise. Mm -hmm. And I put that album on just to kind of signal, like, hey, yes, let's try to start wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first little bit is like a piano riff. It's like do do do, and then he goes, "This is what I look like <laughs> right before you fall." And the whole bar was like stumbling around, you know, catching my reflection. You don't mean to see it all. And I like looked at David, and I was like, "I did that. Uh, <laughs> I did something." Here. I I didn't honestly listen to Mac Miller until I saw his Tiny Desk performance. Can we talk about it? Yes. Um, this tiny desk performance. The tiny desk performance. He's yeah, I never, I just never listened to Mac Miller. Dude, he he killed it. He, I think tiny desk had been a thing for a while. It's I still going. I love tiny. It's desk. one of the best things that NPR has to offer. Mm -hmm. I'm actually gonna look up that uh, that YouTube and see how many views it has. Oh, because it's gotta it. be like millions oh absolutely like tens of millions mm -hmm. by now um they actually just pressed it into a vinyl which i bought which was so hard that was like you know how like some people stay up and like set alarms for like when things go on sale at like three four five o'clock in the morning yeah we're not those people but, but i was for this exactly and i'm so glad i did because like Bo didn't get it uh, I don't think Joe was like gonna buy it, but when I told him I bought it, oh, his Joe eyes got big, Mac Miller, and yeah. he was like, "What?" Lynette was furious, oh, because she very much is the kind of person to like wake up in the middle, of, like yeah. at like five a.m. She watched like the royal wedding and like <laughs> like all of these things. They have like yeah. a whole like tea service set up for like four a.m. That's funny. Um, so five years ago, how many millions of views do you think it has? Twenty-two. 110. Damn. 110 million views. And he's got, at, at the very beginning, I'm going to uh, put it on and hopefully it doesn't play on my phone because we just don't want to play. Ad. It is. But um, he, he went through this thing uh, where at the very beginning, <laughs> look, at the, look at the where I paused it, his eyes. That's funny. Um, he had a handful of guys in there. There's like five guys playing with mm -hmm. him. 
Then he brings in uh, these like four women that are all on strings, and they had never played 2009 on strings before ah. that moment. They had practiced it together, and then with him like over audio, but for them to all be in the same room together, for that to be the first time they did it, and they crushed it. Yeah, it's sick. And technically, if we're talking about that, I think most all of those songs are from Swimming. Mm-hmm. But Swimming and Circles are two halves of a whole concept. Mm. So Swimming was supposed to come out, and then Circles was supposed to, it was always going to come out. Right. That's why it's such a full concept album, even though he yeah. they did it after he unfortunately passed away, like, uh, way too soon, accidentally. Mm-hmm. But um, the last little line on circles is like swimming in circles mm. and that was it yeah. was meant to be a confluence so like kind of a yin yang so um circles is just so special to me but <clears throat> swimming is so special to me and i like ampm i like like some of his other things that he's done yeah. but he was a little bit more of like a like a little like like not angrier but like sassier rapper yeah and then there's something he he tuned into this vibration mm-hmm. that was just like his voice was so mellow his and like the sound was so good and it wasn't rap really mm-hmm. he's a it rapper just, it just worked it so worked it's like a masterpiece yeah like i don't know how to describe that genre though like what would you say like it's mac miller is a rapper but if if he were still around, if he were on tour and did like a circles tour, you wouldn't be like with your hands in the yeah. air. Like you would be like swaying back and mm-hmm. forth, like holding your lover next to you. Like I mean, it would be kind of like a more. I don't know. It's so mellow. Yeah, it's a way more like intimate feel and it sound. Is for very sure. intimate, and that's why I love it for MySpace. Because you put it on in the wine shop and, like, everybody is, like, if they don't know, they're, mm-hmm. like, who is this? Yeah. And people walk away, like, you're going to learn today. This is. <laughs> and uh, when it was me and the girls, we had an agreement that that was the album that we ended every night on. And every single time we'd leave the wine shop, like, you listen to the last track on Circles it's um once a day that's a the one of the most beautiful songs once a day i rise and then uh and it's such a short song i think it's only like two minutes long uh yeah two minutes and 30 seconds and um you like pick the needle up turn the record player and the transmitter off turn the lights down and then you go good night choppy oh and that was two years of that it's so special it is special it's special. That's so, like, yeah. um, what's the word? Twelve songs, forty-eight <laughs> seconds, literally changed my life. Aww. Um, and then like, okay, so circles came out before anything else. That came out in December of twenty nineteen, and I listened to that song on such a loop Aww. that it came up in my Spotify Wrapped for ritualistic. That year. Oh yeah, it is. I was like, I'm blinking. It is. It, it's the ritual, and yeah. like, and I'm leaving that album there. I'll get my, I'll get another copy because I have to have one. Mm-hmm. But like that album just belongs there. Um, but there's one song on there called "Good News" that's like <laughs> one of the happiest, best songs. It is a happy song. They're all fantastic. Like everyone has their favorite song on the album. Bailey loves "Hands Down." Um, I don't know what Jade's favorite song was, but. I love Circles, Once a Day, and Good News were just, like, 
my favorite. Yeah. And like every every single time good news is playing, like I will stand over the album <laughs> over the, the record player and wait until the very last note to like Aww. flip the record. Because that's the last side on the first side A. That's the first track on side A. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So good. Sweet Max. Cheers to Max. Cheers to Malcolm Miller. <laughs> Damn. It's a very Mac wine, too. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm liking this a lot now that it's opened up quite a bit. It's changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at first I was like, oh. <laughs> but um, it's meant to be. It's a natural wine. Sarah doesn't yeah. always dig all the natural wines. I've, But, like, we've made some progress with our, our orange wines because I didn't like orange wines at first either. We've made some progress, that's for sure. There's just uh, – it's a not just an evolution, but, like – kind of an acceptance of like yeah what you're like i can appreciate even if i don't like that That's wine right. i can appreciate something about <clears throat> uh-huh. almost every single wine yeah there's a handful of really bad wines <laughs> <laughs> like fruit wine oh god fruit wine if you love fruit wine someone came in the other do. day they're like my wife only she likes do you have peach wines and i was like what no peach juice i just hate when people also well at the vineyard too it's very different from the wine shop like the wine shop there's bottles right so you really don't know what anything is you have to ask yeah yeah but if i hand you a wine list and then you're asking me for something that's not on that list i just want to slap you get out like also wine peach wine what are you talking? No. You no. only sell the wines that you make. Yeah. I and it's a very curated. And it's a very, it's a very special, intentional place. And, it's and like, all of the wines are made on site. Yeah. And it's not even that like, I don't care that you like sweet wines. That part isn't even offending me. It's offending me like, like you're not taking a moment to like understand and appreciate where, where you, you are. Thousand percent. And the experience that you should be having. You just yeah. like, I don't know. People are weird. People are weird. <laughs> And mindset like, of some people are so just, weird it's just ignorant it's like oh so like you expected to like come here and just like oh i'm cold like the music's too loud it's i've seen a meme that's like when you're at a restaurant complaining about like everything it's like yeah. why are, why'd you come and like a, just stay I, home. I don't know if it was yesterday or saturday valerie had these two ladies in this is so off topic but yeah it was yesterday because i was there well they wanted really sweet wines mm-hmm. and she let them try the muscat canelli which is the sweetest and then we have like a sparkling sweeter red on tap right now yeah. and then beyond that like port you either like port or you don't right yeah and she like let them taste a couple of things like just nothing sweet enough and she was like that's what that's we got as sweet as we make yeah and they're just like oh okay well we're gonna go and she was like well i hope okay like Hope you have a good day. And then yeah, she ran coming. when she ran back and she told me because she felt like like did I do something wrong? I was like, dude, no. Like honestly, like, I- <laughs> yeah, we specialize in dry wines. Like if they're only here for sweet wines, we're really just not the winery for them. And yeah. I don't feel bad about that. Just like if someone goes into the wine shop and wants a sweet wine, like we have, you have hundreds of bottles. <laughs> if you want something sweet, there's like five maybe yeah. but then they also and might you can't not be taste the, them the kind of sweet yeah and and it's a very reasonable thing to ask it's not a reasonable thing to assume exactly that's and it's right. the people that come in and they're like what i can't taste this and i'm like oh no that's why i'm here i'm supposed to help you yes <laughs> yeah and like to me lunesta is sweet 
Yeah. I understand that it is a dry wine, but it's sweeter <laughs> to me. And so. Because it's like straight up strawberry, bals- like balsamic strawberries. Yeah. So when I tell people like, you know, if you want to take a chance on this one, it's like 17 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's not like a huge risk. You And you might surprise yourself. Yeah. And that's the best I can do for you. But some people are like, no, I don't want it. And I'm like, okay, well, have a good day. Well, Bye. thanks for yeah. coming in. And then I put circles on and burn some palisades. <laughs> <laughs> Like maybe the next one will be better. Yeah, what else can you do at that point? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) It's just me and Mac against the world, man. That's right. Me and Mac and all my crystals. And I'm just grateful. Like, David gets it. I've had that album up there for two years now. And I remember finding it at Waterloo. And it was like $40. And I held it in my hands. And I was like... If yes. if he doesn't accept this, then I then it, it's not gonna work. <laughs> and it has; it's been wildly accepted. It's like the most played yeah. album in wine shop history, besides maybe like Miles, Miles David, yeah. or Leon Bridges, because that that album predates me in my time sure. there. But uh, Mac, he's he's coming up quick, man. He's yeah. like it's getting worn. It's not warped. But like that album is getting worn from use, which it's is being it's been loved. Yeah. It's and been it's, appreciated and loved and respected. Which is all I could ever hope for. Yeah. And um yeah, other than that, I, I really love this bottle. I hope that y'all are able to uh find it at Central yeah. Market. It really was like twenty four, twenty five dollars. I can't really remember because I bought a lot of wine. And I that love day. that it's it's like a baseball bat style bottle too. Yes, that's all of the Alsatian wines are made in these bottles. And love so it. like this one for instance is so dark the glass is like black glass. It's not even brown. Yeah, you can't even tell it's been opened. <laughs> but <laughs> literally but I knew it was a white wine because every single wine except like, with a um, rare exception of some skin contact, mm-hmm. but that's still white wine. Yeah. Although David says that orange wine is the red wine of white wine. Okay. Orange and, uh, wine is the red wine of white wine. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Hmm. And he said that to Carol because Carol's obsessed with red wine, and he was like, "Well, tr- <laughs> why don't you try this orange wine? It's the red wine of white no. wine." And the way he said it, I like burst out laughing because Carol was probably also just like looking at him, like Carol. It no. took her a second. She was like, "What did you just say?" Mm-hmm. And then I looked at David. I was like, "That was funny. That was funny." And then I was like, "Oh, we're wine nerds." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make sense to the average Josephine. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, I I like this. I like all of it. Me too. Yay! Yay! Well, good. Yeah. Well, make a big old pot of gravy, and it's like winter. Make some gravy. Yeah, do it. You will appreciate it. Um, put on a Mac Miller vinyl. Put on circles. Put on circles. Drink some Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. And love your life. And love your life. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, it's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. Yeah. Grab yeah. your favorite glass. Put on your favorite record. Let's have some fun. Thank you for listening to some of our thoughts. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> This has been a Rogue Media Network production.